As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Louis Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robinson, and I'm down to dunk. On you. So nine, two, zero of down to dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. It's actually $1 a week now. Like I say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. Taylor. Ah! Want to hear a joke about construction? I'm still working on it. Psycho killer. Run, 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 run away. Oh, slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. It is Jay. It is absolutely Jay. It's me. I'm going to have to replay and think where that noise at the beginning was. It's based on someone. But I didn't have time. There's so much happening with that. <laughs> oh, man. So the NBA is coming back, guys. December 22nd, we're going to have basketball. They voted on it last night. I oh, know. It was... Uh, it's too soon. It's it's very soon. <laughs> the Thunder probably most likely will not have a coach by then. It's very soon. The Thunder <laughs> will, they will have a coach. You don't and know that. Why does everybody freak out about this so much? They, they can't even... They're not even going to open the transaction window it's until... Like, Probably the day before the draft. It's like it'd be the same as if we didn't have players. We would be freaking out. <laughs> it's the one thing plus players you need. I don't understand the mayhem. I've seen people say like, let's talk about talk. the real issue. And that's that the Thunder don't have a coach. 
It's like, what is going like who cares? The Thunder aren't doing anything right now. Do you think anybody is working out with a coach right now with Thunder? Uh, you have to assume they every sh- other team is. No. It's a pro- and it's a problem if they're not, Andrew. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they exactly are not. That is not happening with That's anybody. That's a problem. I bet every other team's coach is messaging his players inspirational videos yep. and sayings every <laughs> yeah. morning. And and ours aren't getting that. Oh, you have man. to have chemistry. This coach isn't going to have time to get to know these players, their families, where they. That's come all the from. point. That's the point, yeah. people. I was going to say, like, Jay. if there's anything more indicative of the direction that this team is heading for this year, it's the fact that there's no rush on the coach. Yeah, they would have just kept Billy Donovan if they were going to go at it again. I mean, listen, they are looking for a coach that they would like to have for the next decade plus. They're so not going to rush that process. They just want. Yep. If you're interested, send your resume to dtdpodcast at gmail.com. I'll forward it on. Yeah, he will pass it on today. We'll screen them, though, and we'll decide if you're a good candidate. <laughs> yes, <first>. that will <laughs> be <laughs> that'll be our Tayshawn's factoid fickery dickery for next week is who has the best resume. Is me just ripping on whoever has the worst resumes. The best resumes <laughs> you'll never hear from. The worst ones, I'll be like, you you loser. I think we're like Andrew, my assumption would be is that we I mean we're in the next week or two, we'll obviously have some idea of what's going on, right? Maybe. That's what we said last week. Maybe. I mean, so you, what's the rush? to? I mean, I think they would like to have somebody in place before the draft. So here's the question. I mean, I think this is where we're just putting on kind of that terrified hat. So do you want your coach? And this is maybe the uh, this is probably some form of like how an organization functions. Yeah. Is how much influence or say will this next coach have in how the roster is constructed anyway? Probably so not at that much. point, does it matter? It does. It doesn't to, matter. Yeah, and I was listening to. I can't remember if this is Daily Ding or I can't NBA Pod. Maybe talking about. <laughs> and I think either McKelly or Alex brought the guys and said, "Speaking of, should we be worried about the Oklahoma City Thunder? They don't have a coach yet. They're the only team, and the draft's two weeks away, and the season six weeks away, or eight weeks away, and." uh and the other guy was like, listen, if there's one organization that you can champion the organization for being the reason there's developed, it's the Thunder. He's like, don't worry about the Thunder. The Thunder are fine. Yeah. Plus, uh, my son. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Turn your. Hey. Of these guys like Dave Bliss, I, I could see being a part of this next staff <laughs> uh, or the head coach. We don't know. We don't know. Hey Jay, turn your uh, turn your camera off to uh, give us a little bit more. Oh man, is my Wi-Fi here? Let me. You sound funny. You go. Hey guys, while Jay's doing that, follow us on Instagram. We got an Instagram. We do have an Instagram. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Jay. There's there's just no really there's no reason to have a coach right now, and there may not be a reason. To have a coach, to have a coach even at the draft. Yeah. So I'm not worried about that at all when it comes to the Thunder. And you shouldn't either. Like, it doesn't matter. They're honestly, wouldn't you rather they interview more people and get the right person in than rush and and try to figure this out? I have a question then, Andrew. We're start, the, the NBA is starting on December 22nd. 
what day that Thunder don't have a coach should we panic? Is it okay to panic? Like, oh, this is. I mean, a little- if they don't have a coach by December first, which is the day that training camp is supposed to open, then you can be like, okay, this is a little. This is getting really <laughs> weird now. Okay, but if I they didn't have a coach for tra- for training camp. They just like everybody shows do? up like, well, uh, run around in circles. Yeah, uh, throw the ball in the hoop. And uh, we'll 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 be with you shortly. Presty takes care of it, and he's like, "Make sure all these balls are back on the racks, perfect." <laughs> right. Spalding goes this way, guys. <laughs> I know they'll have a coach by December first. But if you're don't flip out if they don't have one, even at the draft. I assume they'll have one at the draft, but it's not a guarantee. I mean, the only times that it matters when you have a coach for the draft are teams that are really going for it, right? Or teams that are like, yeah, we're prepared to start actually caring about this. Or maybe a team that doesn't have a strong scouting staff or a, or a good GM. Yeah, but like, wouldn't you want your coach, if you're a team that's not tanking, you'd want your coach to be involved with that, right? They're, I mean, they're all, they should all be collaborative. Yeah. But at this point, we don't, like, we don't know what Will Weaver knows about these draft prospects. Yeah. Because he's been busy coaching Casper Ware in Australia. Oh, he's Casper Ware's coach. He's huh? Casper and and uh, Andrew Bogut's coach. Oh, the Bogman. Yeah, so, he's so old. I, I think I would say just maybe to push back a little bit. I do think you want like if training camp starts on December first, you probably want a couple weeks to kind of formulate a plan, put together your coaching staff. Like. It would be really shocking to me if they don't have a coach by the draft. It might be part of their tanking strategy, though. Like, I would say by the end of this week. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly possible. Because I think the timeline is just going to get... I don't know, that just puts the coach in a really hard position, too. Yeah, the truth is, for this next season, as long as they can trade Chris Paul, they don't really care. (laughs) Right. Like, this is... they, They don't really care. And... The, the chances of like the beginning of this season kind of being a train wreck are pretty high. So he's going to get fired really quick when he just starts yeah. losing. First, you know, 20 games, fired. Yeah, I mean, it's... I just don't understand the stress behind it. Just don't... I wish wouldn't... You just can't stress or worry about it. So, Will Weaver is... <laughs> There's far too many other things to be stressed right, about than yeah. to worry about. Right, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't about this. put this on the list. Uh, Will Weaver is in quarantine in Oklahoma City. This was reported yesterday by an Australian ESPN reporter, which I didn't know existed, by the way. Did anybody else know that was a thing? It has to. I didn't know it was a thing. But Australia, w- Australian, you know what they, Australian ESPN is that what you said? Yeah. Do you know what they call it there? ESPN. <laughs> that was so bad. That was really bad. <laughs> that was really bad. That was really, really that bad. That was really bad. <laughs> Right though. Wow, who are you, Taylor? Yeah, that was very come with Taylor. better judgment. All right. Yeah, that was last week's Taylor. That was a that last was... week Taylor joke. But anyways, he's here. He's uh, he's definitely somebody that's a Presty guy. I, it, it's also funny. Uh, John Ham sent this text last night that the uh, the only reason that they're interviewing him is because Sam Presty is only comfortable with having somebody with the last name Weaver in the organization. <laughs> now that Troy Weaver's gone, 
they need another weaver there. We had Kyle Weaver, <laughs> Kyle we had Weaver, Troy, Troy Weaver. Weaver. We need another weaver. Wow, that is so strange. I don't think I've ever met a weaver in my life. But Sam Presti seems to not be able to get away from him. <laughs> he has to have a Weaver. Wow. He said, he said, is there any coach in the world with the last name Weaver? And everybody just scrambles and they come back and like, actually, sir, there's somebody in Australia. There's one single <laughs> coach. <laughs> He's in Australia. Let's get him. Okay. The chosen Great. Weaver. <laughs> Which Weaver has, he of being kind of the guy that the Sam Presti would go after in the sense of he was an assistant, a few his coach to G. He's kind of really like he's kind of got a similar path that Mark uh, Dagnall has, except yeah. for with that time in Australia, which Mark came from. Didn't he spend some time overseas coaching too, or am I crazy about that? Yeah, I believe he did. Um, like they feel like I <laughs> we, we were similar. passing around a picture of Will Weaver on the uh, text thread last night, and it was like. I literally couldn't tell you which one of the 25 names that we've listed that guy is. Yeah. He's he's a guy and he's a presty guy. They're all young looking 40-year-olds. He's 35, I think, or 36. <laughs> They're just all baby-faced men. <laughs> he's 36 years old and he's had lots of head coaching experience. He was in the G League. He coached with um he coached with the Sixers and he coached with the Nets and then he's been the head coach over in Australia. So, I mean, it's, he's got the resume of a guy that the Thunder would like. Mm. So then, I mean, that's all these guys are, are pretty similar. Do you think Presti knowing his own life experience, maybe he's approaching the head coach job. He's like, you know what? Now it's time to give an opportunity to a coach that was given to me. I need to find a young looking man that's younger than every other person in his position i think he's i think honestly the thought is we would like to have a long-term coach for the thunder because that, that's something they really pride themselves in is that they haven't had very many coaches in their history and i think they want somebody that's cheap mm. yeah. <laughs> it's honestly another part of that yeah because they i mean they've spent a lot of money on coaches through the years they spent a lot of money period throughout the years and these are going to be lean years for the thunder mm -hmm. those years are coming and so i would i would say that that's also a part of that and they want somebody that is willing to cut their teeth on a team that's going to lose a lot of games in the next probably three years god can you imagine like cutting your teeth right now oh man it hurt that would really yeah it'd be or like filing down your teeth oh, quite, don't do quite it. annoying oh, man anyways but will weaver is not the first person to be interviewed by the thunder and like not the only person that's going to be interviewed by the Thunder. So we can't just think, oh, he's getting an interview. He's yeah. automatically getting the job. Like they just haven't leaked. Like this is the only one that's leaked. And it's because of that, like everybody freaked out on Thunder Twitter last night thinking like, okay, this has got to be the guy. It's like, well, maybe it is. Maybe they've already interviewed him via Zoom or something and they really like him. But my hunch is that they want to interview all these guys in person. And they've already interviewed guys in person, and I think that they want to continue to do that. I don't think that you can... Can you hire somebody? I mean, obviously you can. But for this kind of job, where he's probably making over a million dollars, I don't think that you can just interview somebody over Zoom. And that's say, hilarious like, that's that it. you corrected yourself, because literally that's how you got hired. It is. <laughs> it honestly is not... I mean, that's not even the story. I actually never even did a Zoom call. Whoa. Spill the tea, bro. Uh, I can't I can't do it. Okay, I mean, okay. I just had connections with the, yeah. the athletic. Um, 
But anyways, it's uh, I I can't say that you can just call it now. Like, yeah. oh, Will Weaver is going to be the coach. He could be. I'll call it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Luke will he's, call it. He's a coach. Wow. We're using this opportunity to call something because there's something else that we really want to be able to call right now. But the that's coach, right. the Thunderhead coach thing, that's one we can call. We'll call that. Will Weaver called it. Boom, baby. Although I'm really disappointed it it's not Charles Chuckles Lee. Just because I want to have a, I want a head coach named Chuckles. We can yeah. call Will Weaver Chuckles. True. That's true. You know? We could. We could start that. We could. You we can call I, him Willie Wee. What you call him Willie Wee? Uh, you guys want to do a deep dive online? Deep dive? You ready? I think so. Do we talk about the? Do we have any more comments on the the voting of, from last night with the? Whoa! What are you? Oh. We're not going to get into this on this podcast with the NBA uh, restarting. Oh, did no. we <laughs> did we touch on everything we need to? <laughs> I think we did. Um, I think it, it's starting December twenty second. That's crazy. It's crazy. It feel. I'm so happy. Selfishly, I'm very happy because Christmas without basketball. It's like it's, it's like what even what what is it? It's nothing, it's nothing I want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm. I mean, obviously, the financial repercussions of not starting at this point, like it's just it was the convincing factor. Yeah, like it's no, it makes total sense, and it's just the easiest way to get back into the schedule that you want for hopefully 2021 to 2022. Yeah. So, I mean, everything is just shaping up perfectly for the Thunder. 72 games, so you don't have to tank as many games this season. That's true. Less opportunities to win. That's right. Uh, They're not going to have... I mean, they're talking about having people in the arenas. Like 20 to 50% capacity, depending on the location that you're in. 50%. That's what what it said. I don't know how you get 50% and feel comfortable. I don't know how you can get 9,000 people in the arena and feel comfortable with that inside. Yeah. But they're going to try. But I'm sure they're going to do, do it, it in Texas. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so it's it'll be weird. And I hope that means that... I don't... I hope that means that media can go to games. I would like to go to a game again. I mean, that would be... That would be ideal. Do you think tickets will be more? I don't... I mean, I know that people have renewed their season ticket packages already. But yeah. like one-off tickets, probably will. Yeah, they probably. I mean, that makes sense though. Yeah. Supply and maybe, demand, babies. But maybe not because there may not be a demand to watch this team if they're like two and twenty-five. You know, dude. Think I. This might be the year to go do it because you can go with your buddy, have all the room around you. Oh, you have seats next to you for your coats. You have seats for, you know, you can use a seat next to you for food. This is the time to go and, like, hang out and, and, be, I and think party. Be, yeah, I think it would be great. Party. Freaking party. <laughs> Anyways. Cut a hole in your mask, put a straw in your beer. <laughs> Don't do it. That's how they get you. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's hard if you, if you think about it in the sense of, like, so regularly for a majority of the teams is you've got – what from the end of May or mid May all the way until October. So you have five full months. I mean, there's just no way to like, there's just no way to say it. Like it's half of the off season for a large percentage of the teams. Well, actually no, a very small percentage of the teams. 
because most of the league has had an insanely long offseason. That's true. I mean, it's really well, just no. like the Lakers, like the teams that made the conference finals have a really short. No, Jay's talking about the teams that couldn't go to oh, the you're bubble. Talk- Are you talking about well, that? Well, those teams, the teams that weren't in the bubble had an enormous offseason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anybody that went into the bubble, even, I mean, when did the end of the the playing games happened at the beginning of August. Yeah. So I guess that's, you, you got four months for some of those teams that didn't make it to the playoffs. That's yeah, not, that's not crazy. So really. It's just a pretty limited amount of teams. Cause I was just looking like the Eastern conference final started on September 15th. Yeah. So there's four teams that they were playing. So there would be another collection of eight teams before that, or another collection of four or whatever that would have been playing the first week of September. So yeah. that's three for eight teams total in the, in the bracket or in the bubble, those eight teams, uh, only had three months. Yeah. You know, so for those teams, it's going to be a little bit of a difficulty, but they can figure it out. It's less games. They're going to figure out less travel. Like there's a lot of things that they obviously negotiated as part of this. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. So they'll take care of them, and they're professional athletes, and they have the best medical staffs and training staffs in the universe, and they're going to be okay. But it's just one of those things. Like you could definitely see the Lakers l- losing twenty games this season and having no qualms with it. You know, just like yeah, we just didn't play LeBron for the fourth of the season. Yeah, or the NBA finds a way to front load the Lakers and the Clippers and the Nuggets with bad teams. And then you don't want those. You mean you maybe want those games opening night, but I don't think you want on December thirtieth for the Lakers Clippers to play. That's probably Lakers Hornets. Where it's like right. who cares? Like they're going to kill them, no matter what happens. Yeah. Don't play LeBron. Who cares? AD is going to have forty and twenty, and he's going to destroy them. And maybe Russ. Just and kidding. Maybe Russ what? On the Lakers, man. Russ to the Lakers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Is that what you heard? Yeah. That's what I'm hearing out of Houston. All right, old man. Okay. Okay, are you ready for this? <laughs> this is the new online, <laughs> man, online deep dive drop. This is my this is my idea for it. Okay. okay. Can you take me online? To the place where the airman is. Can you take me online? To the place where the airman is. I think that's a really good idea, Andrew. <laughs> you can definitely find a karaoke song for it that. Is, that that was, is very long. Yeah, and, when he, and still good though. <laughs> Still pretty good. Still pretty good. You can and you can you speed could, it up if you could put his like guitar diddles over the actual diddle oh my too. Gosh. Can you? Can we? Can you don't you? have much going on this week. I think he could get to it. Okay, guys, it's time for my online deep dive. <laughs> this. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might have you do that live every week. Actually, oh, that'd be fine. Okay. I don't know. I didn't. Oh, hold on. I didn't save the person who did this. This is the, this is a Reddit thread um, that someone posted that says Kyrie Irving quotes are almost indistinguishable from a machine learning artificial intelligence. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I see a Kyrie quote without an accompanying video, I'm always suspicious it's actually something written by machine learning artificial intelligence. So he went to a talktotransformer.com and gave it the starting prompt, quote, basketball is about more than winning games, end quote. Here's what the website said. Tell me this doesn't sound like something Kyrie would say. Basketball is about more than winning games. It's also about achieving an ultimate and lasting legacy. It's all about brothers, cousins, teachers, and coaches <laughs> who helped mold these seven young men into the men they are today. Men who aspire to be the best in the world. Seven. No two young men with similar backgrounds, goals, and outlooks will ever come together. No two young men with similar backgrounds, goals, and outlooks have ever come together on the basketball court. <laughs> when you win games and get near the finals, you win an organization, you win a loyalty, you win a relationship with fans, and you're seeing more players who are going to become all-stars of this game. So I think winning plays a major role. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that does sound like Steph Kyrie would say. Okay. So here is what he has done. He has two quotes. One is real and one is machine. Oh, created. okay, okay, okay. Quote one, and the the first. Okay, the okay. Yeah, never mind. Okay. Yeah, don't tell. Quote one. At the end of the day, it's an entertainment league. It's a circus. The fans are rabid and it's unpredictable. For most of the people who get into it and follow it closely, it's a fun show to be a part of. What's the point of winning if you can't have fun with it? If we go all if we go all out and if we do something here and there, it will be fun. There are ups and downs. There are bad days. There are good days. We just need to stay consistent. I just think that's the only way to go. Okay, that's one quote. Quote two. At the end of the day, it's an entertainment league. We're very drama-filled. <laughs> Everything regurgitates on all these media platforms, which is part of our society. I can't do anything about it except be a pillar in our locker room, be very communicative, and when I'm out there with the guys, just impact winning. The second one is Kyrie. Yeah. They do not tell you which one it is. Oh. <laughs> he, says, oh. he says, good luck trying to figure this out. <laughs> but I thought that was awesome. That Very really that, funny. That is, that is classic deep dive. That's classic deep dive. Dave John's back toy figure in mystery. Dave John's back toy figure in mystery. Howdy, partners. Well, Detroit seems to be interested in LaMelo Ball. Oh, boy. And so they are talking about trying to move up in the draft, trying to get the number one overall pick. Yeah. They love LaMelo Ball so much. This is sad. <laughs> this is just, this is the this lowest. This is the most Detroit thing ever. Also, Detroit was one of two teams last night that did not have a representative at the meeting. Oh, great. <laughs> Them and the Clippers didn't have a rep at the meeting last night. That's wonderful. Well,. Did they send someone and that person just didn't show up? I don't know. I mean, they have like designated player reps mm -hmm. for stuff. And I don't, I can actually, I can look up who the Pistons is, but they didn't show up. Okay. Well, good on the Pistons. Uh, they were too busy watching LaMelo Ball <laughs> tape just to make sure they want to uh, actually put all their eggs in, in the basket. Oh my goodness. So that's really funny because they, they love LaMelo Ball. So my yeah. question to y'all is... Who is your idol? Who is your LaMelo Ball in your life? And what, if, if you could have one night with them, sorry, oh one day. No, no, no. I mean, I'll leave that. I didn't mean it that way, but I'll let you guys uh, handle that how you, how you may. No, you, no. Oh, you have I to clarify. I meant it like this. This is what I mean. Dinner with this person. 
How about and, lunch? How about lunch? No, dinner. Okay, lunch. Lunch or dinner, and you know that that person will be genuinely interested in you. Like, it will be a good conversation, okay? <laughs> so that's the assumption. Now, if you could have that, what is the most valuable thing you would trade in your life, and who is that person? Oh, man. I... I'm still trying to get over the way Taylor has introduced this. <laughs> yeah. One night. I I don't know who my my idol, who's my idol. I mean, yeah. I'll let you pick a celebrity. Like, do you have someone that you're like, man, I love Matthew McConaughey? Let me think. Come back. Someone come back. Someone go first. Jay? Jay, mom. Here's the hard part about this conversation is I don't have anything really of substance to trade. Well, I mean... I. You could pick whatever you wanted. You didn't even have to take this seriously if you didn't want well, to. Well, I'm not, obviously, because, you know. I would say, like, who do I like? Tom Hanks? I would always just like to hang out with Tom Hanks. That would be a lovely, that would be a lovely time with Hanks. Jason Sudeikis. Have a Tom Hang. <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> hey, the, uh, the player rep for the Detroit Pistons is Langston Galloway, and the alternate is Thon McCurr. Yeah, that shows how much they care. Yeah. Neither one of them made the decision. Yeah, the Oklahoma City, remember this. Oklahoma City sends Terrence Ferguson. T Ferg. Well, that's how much we care. And Chris Paul obviously was there too. Oh, yeah. Still on the Thunder. Is he still on the Thunder? Technically. Yeah, I guess technically. I, okay, I have mine. Okay. Um, I would, let's, I would like to have a a lovely lunch Mm -hmm. with John C. Riley. Okay. From Step Brothers. He's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And I would trade any piece of furniture in my house. Person's person's choice. Okay. That's probably it. Your couch. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool couch. Yeah. You can you can take the couch. That'd be fun. How, what if would it's I the do bed? That? What if it's the bed? I don't know if I do that. That's uh, it's how a long nice is this, couch. How long is this lunch? Oh, it could be a long lunch, and two, you could be you could be thrown. I don't know back. if I do that to be honest. Two and a half hour lunch. Yeah. Is it a, a and nice you became couch. lifelong friends. Okay, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, you could become like text buddies after <laughs> okay, this. Yeah, I'd yeah. Do it. yeah, that'd be I'd cool. That. That'd be cool. And he was like, if he's accepting an award, he's like, I want to thank my friend Luke. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank. He doesn't sound like that. Yeah, that's a great I want to thank my friend Luke. <laughs> Does he say it like just like that? Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank my friend Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank my friend Luke. Uh, Andrew, wow. what about Andrew, you? What you trading? I think my answer. Years ago, would have definitely been Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. As years go on, I'm not sure that that's this. I have the same answer. <laughs> no. Yeah. Do you want to have dinner with? I don't Shaquille know if O'Neal. I do. Yeah. I don't know how interesting it would be. But you know, you traded something to meet Shaquille. I did. I traded 535 jars of peanut butter at one point. Yeah. So I've already really done this in yeah. a way. You really have. That's very valuable. Was it worth it? Yeah. It was did great. You work it. Did you put your thing down. Flip it and reverse it. No. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, Jamon, nothing. Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks Must have a nice Tom <laughs> Hanks. John's bad toy, bigger in a flurry. John's bad toy, bigger in a flurry. Taylor, do you have a, who's your favorite celeb? Uh, <laughs> Much like my favorite stand-up comedian, I just think Dave Chappelle's probably the most interesting celebrity that I actually pay attention to in my life right yeah. now. I don't know if I'd want to hang out with him, though. If you knew he would genuinely be... Like, have you seen him have serious sit-down talks with people? Yeah, pretty, I know you just watched that uh, David Letterman. It'd be pretty, I mean, it'd it would be, pretty, be amazing. It'd be pretty smoky. 
Yeah, but like oh, he that's, does smoke cigarettes. That's part of why I'm into it as well. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Before Twitter questions, take a break. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. And now to other questions. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> All right, our first Twitter question is from at Jest on a Quest, wow. who wants to know what is the ideal asset plus known loser acquisition that would actually excite you for the start of star hunting next season? Who has a gigantic contract that Oklahoma City could take to get some assets? Blake? Yeah, that's very interesting. Did you take back Blake? Here's the thing about Blake is that he's still good if he can play. When yeah, that's he, a big question, though. The last time that he played, he took the Pistons to the playoffs, which they seem so far. They won 20 games last year. Yeah. <laughs> Blake would not be happy here with this team, though. I, I mean, well, bring he's him back not happy home? in Detroit. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is what he needs. Maybe he needs to come home for a minute. He's got two years left. You could trade them straight up and then with just picks coming back. But if you're the Pistons, do you want to do that? Because then who's your second best player? Who Christian Wood, right? I guess. Christian Wood. Lamella Ball and Christian Wood. People are freaking out about Christian Wood. And he was good. He but was pretty good. 13 points, six boards, and one assist. And everybody is losing their minds about Christian Wood. He just closed out the season with really good games. I know. Yeah, he like destroyed that, the Thunder. but yeah. It scares me that he's the Ramon Sessions of the end of the season. Oh, wow. Nice. Remember nice when callback. Ramon Sessions oh, had yeah. like triple doubles and he I picked him up in fantasy and almost won my league that year because of Ramon Sessions. Yeah, and the Lakers were obsessed with trading for him. And they trade for him and they're like, oh, this guy's really not any good. Yeah. This is a very average point guard. Yeah, and Christian Wood has a nice skill set. He does I have just, those vibes, though. But I would right. worry about that because he it may just be he he may be tall Ramon Sessions, big Ramon. Because who else puts up stats on that team? Like, who else was supposed to put up stats on that team? I honestly f- thought Langston Galloway was not in the league anymore. Yeah. So that kind of goes to your point. I mean. Who is it supposed to be? Like Derek Rose put up stats. Luke Kennard was yeah. mostly hurt. Sekou Demboya, mm. Mm. who people really liked, but only averaged six points and three boards a game for a really awful, awful team. Like how good. Boy, Tony Snell. Tony Snell. Tony Snell. A guy named Bruce Brown. Double I mean, B's. It's just, I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore, but. Detroit, man. 
Oh, yeah, you Chris don't Paul. want Chris Paul. Like you're trying to move Chris Paul in that trade. Like you're just trying to get off of Blake. Yeah. There's probably, I mean, there's, you would just skip the middleman. So that's why Detroit doesn't make sense. Like a Kevin Love, but Kevin Love is still good. He's still good. Yeah. He still helps you. These guys, my point about that is like, you just don't want to be in the middle. And that's why the Knicks just makes so much sense for all of this is that, you yeah. the thing is the Knicks could just renounce all of these guys and there's tons of non-guaranteed contracts. I mean, they could literally just send Wayne Ellington and future picks and that be the end of it. Really? Yes. They, and they honestly, I, they could absorb Chris Paul's contract. Wow. And just do picks for Chris Paul. That's why that deal just makes so much sense for everybody. Is that the Thunder just basically wipe off $40 million from their cap sheet, take in picks, and they don't have to give up any of their young guys. The mm-hmm. Knicks don't. And just, and really, is anybody going to freak out if we don't get Kevin Knox? Hell no. Like I actually would maybe prefer <laughs> Wayne Wayne Ellington would be a nice player on this team with young guys, right? They don't have they'll just weigh them. He's thirty two. Go play somewhere you could, else. You could probably trade him for a second round pick. Yeah, because there's somebody that would want the idea of Wayne, Wayne Ellington. Yeah. You could probably trade him for a second rounder. Um I mean, there's just nobody on the Knicks squad that I would be that I would freak out about if they didn't get them. Right, I mean, it's this, they're not going to get Mitchell Robinson. They're probably not going to get the eighth pick. Like, just give me future picks, like future Knicks picks. If you give me their twenty twenty two pick, great, I'll take that unprotected. And then give me one other future pick, like twenty twenty four, first round top three protected. Great, let's go for Chris Paul. Just give yeah. me two picks. And the next part, oh, cool. We're, we plan on being good then anyways. Mm-hmm. And they won't be good. And it'll be great for the Thunder. The and Knicks, you know, though, that they're going to offer that 27th pick. Definitely. Because they have, they have the 8th and the 27th and the 38th this year. Yeah. And if that's so one of them. Say, nah, we're good. We don't want the 25th and 27th for Chris Paul. Like, that's not that's not good value for Chris. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's not good value for Chris. But if you get and he two just futures, needs somebody else to be interested in getting Chris. That's the key. Right. Philly, per se. Yeah. For example. Yeah, and that's another one is Al Horford. There's another big contract. What about Andrew Wiggins? Andrew Wiggins feels like the perfect tank player. Oh, he's a They've great tank player. In Minnesota forever. Yeah, he's a great he's a great tank player. The Warriors want Chris Paul. Oh. Oh no. No. Don't do it. No. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, actually. McKelly and I have talked about this. Chris Paul, Steph, and Clay. And that would be pretty sick. Yeah, that would be sick, actually. And, and when one of them gets hurt, which they will, one of those point guards, they're still good. And they're you probably just ask for future Warriors picks. Like you asked for like 2025. You asked for 2022. And Draymond Green. <laughs> I think you can just do it straight up. For Andrew Wiggins, we're we're pretty close. No, you can't do it straight up. You can't. But, but you can add you can add players like you can add Jordan Poole or you can Kevon Looney would probably get it done. Ugh, God. And that's I mean that's Tank Town, yeah. right? No, you got yeah. Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney, and then you get these two future picks from the Warriors that are probably lightly protected, and then the Warriors get to keep the number one pick. Or number two pick. 
and take whoever they like there, James Wiseman, mm-hmm. and, and you then get to go add, for it, and again. you get to add Chris Paul. I would like that team, maybe, maybe not. You would not like that. Actually, team. now I that I think destroyed. about it, do what? I got destroyed in our conversation when I talked about enjoying the Warriors before KD got there. Yeah, yeah. you were terrible, but Taylor. You would not. You forget what it's like having. Chris Paul on another team. No, you're right. Actually, now that I take a second, if Chris <laughs> but Paul remember, were on though, the Warriors, the, I'd hate him. But remember this, is all of that is contingent on whether or not they're playing a team that you have hope for. I don't give a crap what the rest of the league looks like whenever the Thunder are in tank mode. Like, I don't care. Have a blast. Be great. Because we want to be really bad for the next two years. No problem. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I hope it's just fun basketball, and I hope people watch it and enjoy it. And you probably actually hope they're very that they're very good because yeah, you want to lose teams, all four games yeah, to the Warriors. Teams that go all the way to the top usually come crashing down at some point, and this team will like that. That team will. Oh yeah, thirty-five-year-old Chris Paul, thirty-two-year-old Steph Curry, thirty-year-old Draymond Green. Draymond is thirty already. Yeah. Wow. So Clay's thirty. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they don't have much longer. They got to swing for it for the next four yeah. years. Yeah, that's why. I, I mean, it doesn't make sense for them to. I mean, I think James Wiseman would actually be a great addition to this team if he can be what a lot of people think he can be for the next two years. But it makes total sense that they're looking to move that pick. It's just a really bad draft to try to get out of the top five. Like, if any kind Minnesota's of Minnesota's going to take Lamelo Ball and just be stuck with it, and they don't really want that pick. Like, pretty clearly, they're trying to shop it. If there's oh, any yeah. position that the Warriors could make work as a rookie, it's the center position. Like, they've won championships with some of the weirdest centers. JaVale. Hey, JaVale's won multiple championships he with is, multiple teams he now. He is now. So. I can't talk mess on JaVale. But it's not like they – Festus Azili was a big part oh, of their team. Kevon Looney. Like, they could make that work. Yeah, that could can. actually work. Festus Azili made so much money off of his – Yeah run with the Warriors. And that's just from playing with Steph and Clay. Yeah. That's no, it. He never it's played true. again. Didn't he go to Portland and get like career ending injured? Yeah, yeah. And then was like getting in trouble off the court stuff. Let's do a, a deep dive into Festus Azili. J- uh, Luke, do come it. back with some Azili facts. No, I guess so it wasn't crazy. It was facts. Two years at 16 million for Portland. That's still, so it wasn't crazy. That's a lot. I mean, he didn't play. Yeah, he was playing like 15 minutes for the Warriors, but that's crazy. That is crazy. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 
They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hey, our next Twitter question comes from at Ben Elephant King, who wants to know how many sponsorship patches can you fit on an NBA jersey? Why did they go? Did they? They're going to add go a up? second. They're going to add a second patch. This is what they need to do: <laughs> add as many as possible. I want them looking like a NASCAR driver. So oh, remember, yeah. they're looking for revenue streams. Like yeah. that's going to be the big deal because they're losing ten games. They're losing in stadium uh, ticket sales. Which but, comes along with all of the other things that are a part of that. Like they're going, you're going to see the NBA do as much as they can to make money on the side as humanly possible. They're talking betting and hard liquor and like, yeah, it just got really intense on the ways they're trying to make money. But once you open this door, you're not going to walk back through it. No, no, which they love because then when things normalize, they're going to make that on top of what they yeah, normally make. Exactly. That's the thing is like they're not going to be like, okay, our normal revenue's back. Let's get rid of this stream that's been working right. for us. It's going to just pile up. Yeah, I think I think you could put one across the back on the bottom, yeah. right? Here's what I think they could do. Yeah. They could make the players get temporary tattoos on their foreheads. That's interesting. And that you, that is so Taylor of last week comment. Yeah, it really that is, is. <laughs> a lot of money. Um, money. So I'm made. a fan yeah. of it. I'm a fan of yeah. That Taylor idea. likes that. No, I really like it. I think that you could probably add probably two or three more. Two add, or three more. Oh yeah, I mean, you could look like a Euro. Yeah, you just team. have to look at soccer jerseys. Yeah, soccer jerseys. Look at soccer Euro jerseys. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, the, I, they'll at least have one more. And see how it see how it goes, and eventually it all looks fine. Eventually you're just used. You to just get used. You to just it. used yeah. to see, just yeah. like how bad the Thunder jerseys have been for so long. Yeah, you're just like you see them, in the first like two years you're like these are the worst jerseys in the NBA. These suck, and then eventually you just stop saying it, and you're just like okay. You could fine. actually do like a cross the the Thunder logo and the Sonic logo. You could kind of do a collab between them where they wouldn't look that much different from one another. You know, like you could kind of hybrid them into one logo and yeah. you'd be like yeah that looks like both of them you know what i'm saying no not really we'll look it up uh i'll make it for you guys okay i'm not okay, gonna make okay. it hey guys <laughs> let's move on to our next shorter question it comes from Matt zach deeg who wants to know who will break the news first when the thunder hire a head coach Woj, shams the thunder themselves or someone else I mean, it's probably, I mean, you have to put money on Woj or Shams at that point, but I would also Royce is definitely a contender to break that news. Really? Chris Sheridan, always. Chris Sheridan? Chris Sheridan, Sheridan he's just always in Sam the. Sam Amico. Here's my projection. Yeah. My projection, you know how Woj will do this every once in a while where it's like reporting with Royce, Royce yeah. Young. Yeah, Reporting yeah. with That's a good Zach call, Yeah. That's what it'll be. Yeah. So what do those mean? Does that mean that like Royce actually got it and then Woj confirmed it so Woj gets? 
Yeah, it's like Woj or the opposite rules maybe. everything. Okay. So it's like Roy, it's really Royce's scoop, but he's not about to go over the CEO kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good bet. Hey guys, this is my shorter question. It comes from Matt. Matt Sanders 2-1. Who wants to know our thoughts on bagging a couple of mid first rounders for this year and putting a deal together to move up? Seems if we play our cards right, hashtag small market star hunting should only last one year, especially with seemingly three contributors already on the roster. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot to unpack with that question, right? There's a, yeah, there is a lot to unpack, that's for sure. Um, I just this is not the draft to try to get a star number one, and you may be better off if you get three first round picks in this draft. You may be better off just keeping those and just picking guys at those spots than trying to move up and trade for a guy who may not be any good in the top ten because no, like none of those guys in the top ten are guaranteed to be good. <laughs> like none mm-hmm. of them. Like some of them, I think will make it. And will be good contributors. I don't know that we'll have any superstars. I mean, maybe the only guy in the top ten that I would be like very excited about, like probably two, is Akongmu and Isaac Okoro. Like I would trade for those guys. But other than that, like I just like Denny Avdias was not productive in Europe. Mm-hmm. That was not he just wasn't, and shot fifty two percent from the free throw line. Does that sound Ooh. like a guy that you that <laughs> yeah, you want to yeah. just trade like multiple picks to get? Uh, even LaMelo Ball did not shoot the ball well. Is that who you want to bet on? I, I mean, I just, I don't know. I think there's guys later in the first round that will be players that you can stock up role players, really, on your roster, and then you take a swing at a star next year alongside Shea, and then you have a lot of young guys you can develop alongside them. You can kind of look like New Orleans does now. I mean, that... Yeah, and I, I think that... The thing that's in, I could see happening as far as this is if the Thunder get the 25th or they get the 20th pick back and they fall in love with somebody that's in the range of 12 to 15 uh, and, and and I'm not going to insert whoever that might be and they have a feeling that a team at 16 is going to be the one that grabs them or whatever. I could see them packaging a 20 and 25 for somebody they've they've really, really – um, falling in love with in the process or, you know, getting up a little bit just because to get the one guy you're really excited about to get two guys, one of which you may, you know, s- store off in Europe for the next five years. Like I can see the Thunder doing something like that just because they have so many assets, but it's just one of those things. I think what Andrew is trying to allude or what, what he's trying to say here is, is the most important point of this is like, you may get a guy at 20 or 25 if, and if 20th is the Philly pick, that would be, kind of want to talk about if they did do a Chris Paul trade, but right. you could get a guy there that's going to be as productive as the 10th pick. Yeah. I mean, if you know, Devin Vassell goes 11th, I mean, he's not, he's not guaranteed to be, I think he'll be better than Josh Green, but maybe not. <laughs> I mean, Tyrese Maxey, who could go 20th. I mean, he could be better. He could be a guy where you look back and say, yeah, he's better than Killian Hayes. I mean, nobody, it's just really hard. This is just a really difficult draft where there's no star, like there's no like top tier star. And so all these guys kind of blend together. Like Sadiq Bey, could Sadiq Bey be the best wing in the draft? It's unlikely, but it's not impossible that he becomes that. Or Patrick Williams. I mean, there's, there's just so many question marks when it comes to this draft 
that taking multiple picks and trading up is not is to me is not very attractive unless I would do that for a Kongwu and I would do it for Isaac Okoro, and then it may stop. Maybe Anthony Edwards, like maybe Anthony Edwards, and maybe Lamelo. But I I don't I don't know what the Thunder think about Lamelo. I don't know what the Thunder right. think about Anthony Edwards. I mean, those are two swing. Those are two swings, but you could miss. Like they could, those guys could be out of the league in five years, or they could well, be I, stars. I, think, I don't know. And the other part of that question that I think is important for us to continue to address is the fact that, like, I think we need to broaden as as Thunder fans the timeline of this and and really identify what the point of the rebuild and gathering of assets is. Yeah, is it to create every indicator? from Sam Presti through everything they're doing is they're not going to build a team for mediocrity. And I love, I love Shea and I love Baisley and I love Dort, but none of those guys make me think this team is going to be competing for a championship in five years. I would love to be wrong. I would love for Baisley to hit and turn into Giannis or whatever with the three point shot, uh, which would be the best player in the NBA. So that's not going to happen. But for me is it's like, just you've got to broaden your your expectations for what this team. There's no guy in this draft more than likely that the Thunder could get that would be that transcendent generational player. So you have to change your perspective on this. Now, if they if they hit bottom, get a top three pick next year, somehow get Kate Cunningham, maybe maybe they're starting in that right path. But they're still going to have another year of pain and losing where they'll get another guy that potentially could be that or some, and that's when you start using those assets to pair up to try to move higher. Like Dallas did to get Luca, like, you know, like there's numerous teams that have tried to do this in the past. So that's why it's like, we've got to broaden our timeline just a little bit. Like, this isn't going to be a one and done Hank this year. It's going to be probably a three year process. Shea starts a second contract. And then all of a sudden we start having that, that return on the investment. we made. Hey Jay, if, if the, Thunder hit bottom. That means they spent the whole year getting spanked. <laughs> hey guys, let's move on to the next shorter question. It comes from at grooms underscore jab who wants to know how tall are you guys? How tall are you? I'm, I'm right under six, three, but I say six, three. So I'm going to say six, three. I believe you're six, three. I'm six foot even on the dot. Yeah, I'm just below six foot. Jamon? I'm just below six four. Yep. That's about that passes and that's the visual test. How tall we are. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> next Twitter question. What is your weight? Twitter question comes from <laughs> ah! OKC Mift. Who wants to know? The question that keeps coming back to at OKC Mift is if the pr- fry prod crew Fry prod, sorry. <laughs> Fried if prop the crew. Fry pod crew made or recreated a movie. What would be the plot or already made movie be, and what characters would each of you play? Um, I I would like us to do another Star Wars parody film because you can keep doing those. Yeah, you can so just keep doing Spaceballs too. Yeah, you get you have Spaceballs, you have Thumb Wars. You have thumb wars. <laughs> you remember thumb wars? Yeah. Uh, you like we could just do another one of those. I think we could do so. a thumb wars. Yeah. But oh. use our toes. <laughs> Natural progression. Of I think we guys. could do like a a Step Brothers Redux with Taylor and Luke as the uh, the the two bros. 
That'd be cool. And me and Andrew is the, the dad, dad and dad that yeah. got together uniting two families. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the 2020 version of Step 2020. That's version actually of kind of what this podcast is. Because <laughs> Andrew and Luke were the connection. That's true. I mean, we are all connected in some way. And then Taylor and I were the connection. And now we're one family. That's true. true. We were two father and sons. This is true. Uh, mine would be, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Thing. It's where we're all, it would be with all of us on a stranded, like, uh, Antarctica base. But then one of us is an alien trying to kill everyone else. Oh, yeah. It's that. Who would be the alien? Taylor. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. He's very alien-like. Oh, okay. But then it's actually Jay. We we falsely accused you. It's Jay. You falsely accused me, murder me, and then Jay kills you (laughs) after he gets me out of the picture. What is happening over there? God. That is exactly what would happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's. Jay, Andrew, Andrew, do you have one? He said, "Step brothers, step brothers." Jay, do you have one? Uh, you know, no. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> All right, our next Twitter question comes from at. Those are good ones, man. Dicky Wizard zero zero, who wants to know what percentage would you have? Would you want us have to shoot from three to make an NBA roster? Oh, like with our body types and height right now? Yeah. Yes, and current oh. athletic ability. Jay with a broken body would have to shoot 80% on like 10 <laughs> a game. I think you could get away with 50%. You could get to like, if you were Steve Novak, because you'd have no. time to like get in shape. That's the thing. No. I mean, there's Steve there's, Novak was like 6'10. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. Steve Novak is huge. I mean, Jay's the size of a guard. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, Russell Westbrook is my height. Yeah, that's insane. Okay, you'd have to shoot seventy percent from three. Yeah, you, it, it would game. be it would be outrageous. It would be yeah. You'd have to. I mean, I might have to shoot one hundred percent from three. I think that's the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you'd have because of <laughs> the amount of liability you would be on defense and just the short amount of time. Oh, personally, I would be able to play. I didn't even take defense into account, but you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it would have it to be would, the ball hits so my true. hands. I'd have to be wide open, by the way, because well, I don't have like a quick release like that the NBA players, like NBA players do. So I'm, I would have to be 100% from three. Yeah. And they'd wide have to open. be running plays for you that are like quadruple screens every single play. The whole thing is just geared around getting you open. The thing is, here, I would, and, I would and, just stand in the corner. There's, I'm not running off screen. They're not leaving you if you shoot a hundred percent. Then great. Then I did my job. Oh wow, that's the, my favorite thing one. about it is just picturing me like lumbering around a screen trying to get up. Like, <laughs> I just see the myself easiest, the me just getting cooked on switch. defense every single time, just constantly broken ankles. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're switching. It, we're switching. For, Luke is on an island Luke again. Luke calls a switch every time. Luke is on like any, the ground. Every defensive possession, uh, guaranteed. It's happening. Any way we can run a 2-3 zone. Yeah, exactly. God. How many minutes would it take for you to foul out? Oh, I'd be too afraid. Let's say against Three? James Harden. Three. Yeah, yeah, I'm not lasting very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I would just grab him, basically. Just out of frustration for all these years. Well, no, just a hug. If you, I could, should have done this when I saw you at Target, James. 
<laughs> hey man, before I was in the league, I actually ran into you in Target one time. Until Gardner. <laughs> he is just He's roasting you. Harden is it's like putting the ball between his legs. You're like, hey man, do you remember me? I actually, we were at Target. Hey, you and my I brother. Gave, I gave you a real quest. awkward nod, half smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much just like Lou Dort's story of guarding James Harden. Pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. You're the same as Lou Dort. But yeah, the same. answer is 100%. I would have to make. For it to be worth it for an NBA team to take me, it'd that's be, true. I'd have to make all of my shots, like every single one. <laughs> yeah, you still couldn't play though. That's my favorite part. Like, there's no way. Like, no. I think Ennis Cantor getting smoked by James Harden was impressive. Like, my feet, it would be like somebody nailed them to the ground watching me try to play those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, next Twitter question comes from at give me back my dog, which feels like there's a lot bigger story there. Wow. <laughs> he wants to know if the 2000, um, 2020 playoffs starting five were OKC lunch spots, what would they be? Oh, That's man. a good one. We don't, we, let's, let's make five. Let's come to a consensus pick, and then we each pick one. So we have five together. So who's the Chris Paul of lunch spots? Well, I think we just... Who is the Chris Paul of lunch spots? So you're Luke. You're saying we all four need to agree on we all, one. We should all agree on one, and then we okay. each pick one, so that we got together come with five. So we don't aren't naming twenty OKC lunch spots. Yeah, Here's I the would. Deal. I would say that the the mule is the Chris mule. Paul because it's always good. Yeah, I've never I've never been disappointed. There's so. one in Edmond now too. Always coming through in the clutch. <laughs> Just like Chris Paul. Just one like Chris in Edmund Paul. too. One in Edmond. Yeah, <laughs> there's two of them. Yeah, there's two Chris Pauls. Cliff, there Paul. are two Chris Paul. There's Cliff Paul. Yeah, yeah. Which is the Edmund location. It is totally the Edmund location. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's perfect. Okay, here's That's mine. True. Mine is Empire Pizza, the slice shop that just opened on 63rd. You've been there yet? That's you, Shay. Have I, I been there? I've been there like three or four times. <laughs> Dude, it's perfect. You stop in, get a slice, take it to go. So good pizza. Pizza. Man, hey, bing bang bong. It's a pizza. Bada bing bada boom. <laughs> it's it it is it has changed my life for the better. And right next door, Starbucks. What better lunch is hey. there on a Saturday than some pizza, a pizza pie, and a Starbucks? Hey, nobody. What do you get with to drink breath. with? Yeah, that sounds horrible. Actually, Nitro cold brew. A cold brew with yeah. a pizza? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's the video. That's an adult video game diet right Boom, there. Boom, baby. Wow. That sets you up for an afternoon full of Pikmin. Yeah, that's the <laughs> a 16 year old version of that is Doritos and a monster. Correct. But this is the grown up, responsible version of uh, Doritos and a is monster. It? Is it? Yep, a nitro cold brew and a slice of pizza. <laughs> I think it's just, it's just, it just says, I got more money now. Is all it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the move from like yeah, yeah. Totino's pizza rolls and Mountain Dew yeah, to Starbucks and a slice of Empire Slice. Yes, same same thing. I would say that the Empire Slice is Shea because it's new. Yeah, and we really like it. Yeah, we really good, like man. it. It is good. What about like the garage? The garage is good. I just had it again. The other it's night. good. It's, it's good. consistently good. I know it's good. What's uh, the garage is a great lunch spot, man. Gallinari. Yeah, the garage. That's is a gallo. The garage is great for some lunch beers. I'll tell you that. It's good for everything, and you never leave the garage like, man, that was expensive. You're always You're consistent qu- too, man. Consistent. Yeah, burger for six like, bucks. That was literally more expensive to go to Carl's Jr. than to go to the garage. Yeah, yeah. Wow, um, that's crazy. I would say that 
Steven Adams is Taco Bueno because he was a lot better four years ago. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> roasted! That's, that's a double roast. <laughs> Damn. Both roasted. <laughs> Steven Adams and uh, Taco, Taco Bueno. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, and I would uh, go ahead and say that Lou Dort is Del Taco because there are things about Lou Dort that aren't good at all. There are yeah. things about Del Taco yeah. that aren't good at all, but there are things that are great. Like Lou Dort's defense, yeah, at Del Taco. I just want to co- say it's Tau Cafe because I miss Tau Cafe and I ate there for. And I'm trying to think, time. but you have to think about restaurants that have flaws. Oh, Tau Cafe has its flaws, baby. <laughs> Does it? Okay, tell, okay. We'll that. say okay. Tau Cafe is Lou okay. Dort. Okay, all right. Are we going? Are we doing another Twitter question? God, I want Tau Cafe today. Or, Jay, you ever eat Tau Cafe over there in Edmond? I ha- I haven't ever been there. It's pretty good. It's like Where is it? It's by the Target in Edmond. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's over there. There's also like a Japanese steakhouse over there, too. That's yep. Icon Cafe. Yeah, I'll tell Icon you. Cafe. Oh, I was, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, okay. I'm about to have to leave, but I want to do my miffed and peeved. I am sitting on day 11. Dude. Without power at my miffed, home. Miffed, miffed, miffed and peeved. 11 days. That's a lot of days. No power. All dirty underwear. It's all dirty. <laughs> I'm out. Wow. It's bad. Luke, you can I do laundry you at your parents' house? Water. I have been doing laundry. I have been I have been doing laundry. Okay. But I'm just saying I want power and I'll never get it. <laughs> I've resigned myself to just this. Just cut that out. I'm just, I want power and I'll never get it. That's, that's, been, that's been Luke's, Luke's been saying never this for it. years. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it it's true. They said, you know, OG&E sends out that very helpful email saying when you're going to get power. And yeah. one, for the longest time, they didn't have a date, right? Well, then they gave us a date. It was tonight at 10. Wow. Power. But then they updated it. <laughs> power. Last night at 10. The the 10 o'clock on Thursday came and passed. And then no power. I like this. Now that I'm thinking about this in the context of like societal or corporate power, it's a lot funnier listening to you. <laughs> I want to talk. No power. They told me I would receive power. <laughs> they told me a day at 10. OG&E tonight. tonight. Gives tonight. you a date on when you will receive stuff, power. Man. Tonight at 10, they've told me I will have power, and then it will come and pass. No power. <laughs> and so, and so if you need wow. me, if you need me, you can't reach me tonight because my phone will have died, and I'll be sitting in a dark room. <laughs> Drinking a beer, <laughs> sending us <laughs> disgusting texts. Yeah, phone's oh, yeah. dead. I'll be by candlelight. I'll be writing you letters. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I gotta go to work. All right, later, Elman. I'm miffed. <laughs> uh, do we want to go over our top five th- drops and down to dunk history real quick? We've got a. I've got. I found a way to access them now. Who asked this question? I'm sure. I think it was it a little bit. Is he back? I think he's back. I hadn't heard from a little bit. Where have you been, man? I think he's back. A little bit back, man. Uh, So we have the Twitter questions drop. Twitter questions! Which is just classic. We have the Miffed and Peeved. Miffed Miffed and Peeved. Which is also classic drop. Also classic. classic. Uh, We have Say What Stat of the Week, which is, it's an old, older drop. We haven't. We haven't used the Say What stat of the week in a long time. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? What? I can't read lips, Jay. Say what? 
stat of the week. That's a good one. It's a good drop. That's a really good one. We have, uh, this might be my, f- this is one of my favorite ones. Is the take this man to the trade <laughs> machine. It's just, is a really good one. That is a really good one. The one that we've gotten, this is, you either love it or you hate it. And I've gotten a lot of tweets and even emails saying, don't ever play this drop ever again. Really? And then I have people saying this is their favorite drop. Mm. But it's the Russell Westbrook of drops. This is the Russell Westbrook of drops. This is top five power rankings. Top five power rankings. I love that. Bew, 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 bew. <laughs> well, at the end when he does like the mic cutting off. Row, row. I know. Yeah, it's good. It's. Uh, I actually had like a shortened version of it for a little while just because it just felt very long. Yeah. And it's and if it's your least favorite thing, if you don't like it, then it's just it's much too long. Why do people not like it? What is their reasoning? I don't know. I just I I've gotten many people though. Really? I mean, yes, I remember this distinctly wow. at the at the height of top five power rankings. Well, um, that's got to be the number one then. <laughs> it's, it is. It is in the top three for sure. I also think that John's back toy bigger in victory. Without without a doubt, that is the top three. It's the My one favorite part about that is I actually don't know what he's saying. Nobody does. I Luke doesn't know what he's saying. No, he had no idea what he was saying. He just blended words together at the end there. So where does his uh <laughs> where does this Luke's deep dive drop? I don't from know. Today now that Luke's not here, I just don't know if I'm gonna use that. Yeah, that felt like a lot. That felt like a lot. Yeah, it was it's like a lot. It's a bridge too far for me. It was um it was like when you get really full on food, yeah. but you're like, what did I just eat? Yeah. You're like, I just ate a lot of that food, but there was nothing about that <laughs> that was no very s- like satisfying. I know. it's uh, he Somehow Luke took your energy from last week and transferred it to himself. He did. I mean, it's spreading like COVID. My, it is. It's not. My bad judgment. <laughs> the bad judgment was, uh, was thick this morning with the all-man. So... Uh, if you guys do like Elman's drop, we may have him do it live. Just a shorter version going forward. I <laughs> um, uh, hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you guys again on Monday. Maybe the Thunder will have a coach. Maybe they won't. But if they don't, please stop freaking out on Twitter about it. If they don't, it's a big deal. They're going to lose a franchise. <laughs> yeah, they're moving back to Seattle. They're going to move them away. This count as a drop? No, this is just a song. An exit song. <laughs>